This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Recording in progress. Okay, I'm going to have Shabbos Rabbeisa. We have very important Limudim today. Today's Shiurim. All three Shiurim are dedicated by my good friend Rav Kenny Pinsauer in honor of his birthday this coming Shabbos. Rabbi Shalom Shagivim, Gezint, Arich Hashem Veshanim, Persim Chesanachas, Ad Bias Goyal Tzedek. Okay. Um, the first year, our insights on Parshas Kisavai. Here we go. The Toichacha we know are 98 Klolois, and one thing we want to identify is what is the Chet that brings on these Klolois. And the Torah writes explicitly, Tachas asher lo Hashem Because you did not serve Hashem, your God, with joy. In fact, the Chassam Sofer says, this is a mitzvah in the Torah. This Pasuk is a mitzvah in the Torah, to serve Hashem in joy. Chassam Sofer even says, it's the first mitzvah a boy encounters upon becoming of our mitzvah, accepting the yoke of mitzvahs with joy. This is the most explicit Pasuk in the Chumash about the importance of mitzvahs with happiness. But there's another Pasuk in this week's Parsha that talks about doing mitzvahs with happiness. Toward the beginning of the Parsha we have the Samachta B'chol HaToiv. And on this Pasuk the Archaima Kadosh famously comments, Ein Toiv El Torah, that if a person would appreciate the beauty of the Torah, the delectability of the Torah, then <coughs> um, a person would go mad in hot pursuit, in love for the Torah. So this, this parsha, more than any other parsha, interestingly, even though in a sense it's the most tragic parsha, because it has the longest toichacha, but it also is the happiest parsha, because two times we have the command of serving Hashem in joy. And I like to say everything in the parsha is, caps, is encapsulated in the first word. And therefore the first word of this week's parsha is vehaya. Chazal tell us, Vayihi is a lashon of Tsar, Vihaya is a lashon of Simcha. Therefore, since this is the Parsha of Simcha, it begins the word, with the word Vihaya. <clears throat> Fine. Then we have the Pasuk, Ve'amarta Elav, the guy bringing the Bikurim, he says to the Kayen. Rashi says, why does he make this declaration? Rashi says, She'ein kafoy taiva, so that he will not, so he's not be considered an ingrate. So that he would not be an ingrate. So you could ask, why is he an ingrate? Maybe he's very appreciative of all the blessings that Hashem gave him. Maybe he went to his farm and he cut off a pomegranate and a fig and a date and, and he thinks in his mind, Almighty, I acknowledge what you've done for me and I'm very grateful. Why does Rashi say the reason that he says this declaration is not to be an ingrate? Why does he have to say anything? And apparently, apparently, welcome back Rab Josh, apparently, in order not to be an ingrate, you have to talk. In other words, it's not enough to feel grateful. You need to express it. We see from here that 
If somebody does something for you, it's not enough to be appreciative. You need to articulate our appreciation. Otherwise, that is kifoy taiva. If somebody makes a meal for you, it's not enough to think, oh, boy, am I grateful to my wife for making me the meal. You got to tell her. And if somebody does you a favor, it seems like it's not enough to feel gratitude. You need to express it. It's obviously a simple thought, but maybe it's overlooked. Okay. There's something that struck me on the parsha Mikra of Bikurim. It says by bringing the Bikurim, Vishamarta Vasisa Isam. You will guard and you will do them. Rashi says, Rashi tells us, a heavenly voice declares and gives a blessing. You brought Bikurim today, you'll bring it next year. You brought Bikurim today, you'll bring it next year. That's what the uh, Baskal cries out. And it, it, because it says, Vishamarta, you will observe Vyasisa and you'll do it. Meaning, if you observed, then you will be able to do it next year. Which, which is a good thing, because that means if you bring Bikurim once, you'll never die. Because every year the Basco will say, you know, you brought this year, you'll bring it next year. Now obviously, you know, it's not, uh, there are no guarantees in life. But one thing we see is that bringing Bikurim is a skula for Arichas Yamim. Because by bringing the Bikurim, you have a heavenly blessing to be able to do it in that year and in subsequent years. So the question is, why does bringing Bikurim, why does that garner a blessing for long life? By the way, the Chassam Seifer also makes this observation, that Bikurim is a blessing for long life. So, I was thinking about it, and at first, it occurred to me that we know that when the Klal Yisrael criticized Eretz Yisrael, and they used the fruits of Eretz Yisrael to disparage the land, their, their lives were cut short. In fact, what fruits did they use to disparage the land? A, a, they used a grape, and a fig, and a remine. And Rabbi Nachum Zemba points out, if you look in the Mishnah Bikurim, the Mishnah Bikurim specifically uses the example of the grape, the fig, and the pomegranate, because bringing Bikurim is a tikkun for uh, the Ched HaMaraglam. The Maraglam sinned by disparaging Eretz Yisrael, and Mikro Bikurim shows love for Eretz Yisrael. So, at first it occurred to me, that if the sin of the, the spies cut their life short, the reward for Bikurim is uh, lengthening their life. But then, this morning the following idea hit me, and I think this is really beautiful. And that is, what is the objective of bringing Bikurim? The Al Shech HaKadosh speaks at length that Bikurim it was done with more pomp and ceremony than any other mitzvah. The Shar that brought the Bikurim, that they put the Bikurim on, they laid their horns with gold, they put a wreath in its horns, the basket was bedecked. Anybody who saw the procession, all the Jews of the city that gathered to bring Bikurim, they would sleep in the uh, center of the city and then they would all march toward Yerushalayim. They would say, And the onlookers would stop and stand up for them. 
it was done with so much pomp and ceremony. And the Alshech HaKadr says, why was this mitzvah done with so much ritual? And the Alshech HaKadr says, because this mitzvah fulfills the, the most important objective of creation. And that is, even more basic than fulfilling the mitzvahs of the Torah, is to recognize that Hashem created us and to thank Him. The objective of creation is to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore the mitzvah of Bikurim that fulfills this objective directly is done with tremendous pomp and ceremony. If that's the case, we understand why it engenders long life. I want to share with you such a, a really important and beautiful idea. The segula of life, the definition of life, that which brings blessing for life is gratitude to Hashem. The Torah tells us that the word Chayim is Rashi Tevois, the four people who have to thank Hashem. Ches, Ches, is, was a Choyla that was healed, someone who crossed the Yam, someone who had Yisurim, someone who went through a Midbar. The definition of, ma, of Chayim is Hoida. Like we say, V'choyel ha-chayim, Yoiducha. The living, thank Hashem. I ask you a question. There are a lot of things the living do. The living also play ping pong. Maybe not everyone. The living, they jump, they walk, they sit, they hop, they skip, they juggle, they sleep. Why do we say the living, thank Hashem? The answer is, this is not what living do. This is the definition of life. The definition of life is thanking Hashem. Or we say, Ma Almighty, what benefit is there in my blood, in my death? Beriditi al shachas, if I go down into the abyss, Hayoidicha afar. Will the dust thank you? Meaning, God, if you take my life, I can't thank you. I also can't go bowling and I can't play golf. A lot of things you can't do. By the way, scientists have um, been able to prove that the dead are limited in many areas. Did you know that? There are a lot of things that, that are, become difficult to do when you're dead. Think about that. So why does David Amal say, I won't be able to thank you? I can't do anything! Why does he say, I can't thank you? The answer is the definition of life is thanking Hashem. By the way, the Baba Sali has a fantastic explanation of the Pasuk. Literally, Aaron stead, stood between the living and the dead, and the Magifa stopped. Says the Baba Sali, Aaron was oimed. He thought, and he developed the following idea. What's the difference between the living and the dead? The difference is, the living could thank, and the dead can't thank. Therefore, Aaron said, God, we won't be able to thank you. The Magefa stopped. What day on the calendar did the students of Rabbi Kiva stop dying? Lag Boimer, Lag Boimer is Hoid Sheba Hoid. Gratitude Sheba Gratitude. So the students stopped dying. Chazal say, why are the wicked called dead even when they're alive? Because they go outside, they see the sun, and they don't thank Hashem for the sun. Therefore, Bikurim brings long life because Bikurim fulfills the secret and the, the secret source of life. And that's thanking Hashem. Hoida brings life.
Okay. Uh, two more brief ideas. Number one. The famous Pasuk, the nations of the world will see that the name of God is upon you. Viyarumi Mecca. And they'll be afraid of you. What exactly is going to inspire fear when the nations of the world look at you? I think we could say like this. You know, the Pasuk before says, Ki sishmar Hashem, The first thing is, you keep all the mitzvahs. We know there's 613 mitzvahs corresponding to the 613 limbs of a person. 248 limbs, 365 sinews. If a person fulfills all their mitzvahs, their, their entity is complete. God, so to speak, has 613 components. How do we know that? The Targum Yonasim ben Uziel says that when God created us in His image, He created us with 613 limbs, connected the 613 mitzvahs. So when we do the 613 mitzvahs, in a certain sense... We resemble the image of God to whatever extent that's possible. Moreover, the Pasuk continues, when we emulate the characteristics of God, the Midas of Hashem, Hashem Hashem, so when our limbs, when our tsura and our Hanhaga, when our image, when, our, when the way we go about our practices, resembles God, the nations of the world will look at us and they will fear us. One last idea. It's a rough parsha. 98 curses. Some of the things described are, are very painful and challenging. What is this Teichacha exactly? Something really struck me reading the Psukim. We have one Pasuk, God will return you to Egypt. God will restore to you the illnesses of Egypt. Another Pasuk, God will hit you with the boils of Egypt. Pasuk after Pasuk, that the Egyptian misfortune will happen to you. You'll go back there. Moreover, there's a reference to a lot of the Makais. It says, you'll be groping in the afternoon like the blind grope in darkness. Sounds like Makas Choyshech. We have Shechin is mentioned. We had Yad Beikajemachas Hadever is mentioned. We have Yikiach Selenu Arbe Arbe is mentioned. We have Makois mentioned. Is it possible that the concept of the Toichacha is, is look? God says, listen, you're my beloved children. You know what I did to the enemy to get you out of there? They had to suffer many Makois, they had to suffer many illnesses. But I did it for you because I expected something from you. The reason it didn't affect you is because I had aspirations for you. You have a job in this world. You were spared from the Makais. That wasn't easy for me. I didn't want to do that. I don't like to change nature that way and start playing favoritisms. Hashem doesn't, Hashem doesn't like to make kinah b'masaberashis. But the reason I spared you is because I hoped you would be deserving. But if you're not deserving, I have no choice but to bring you back to Mitzrayim that you should endure what took place over there. The only reason you were saved is because what I was hoping from you. But if, that, if those hopes were dashed, 
unfortunately, you're going to have to undergo what they underwent. That's what, you know, the simple reading of the Pasuk seems to uh, indicate. Okay, those are some insights on Parashas um, Kisavai. And that is the first part of the Shir. Recording stopped. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.